We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is WEEI Late Night with KJ Carson on WEEI. W-E-E-I, it's KJ. Thank you so much for hanging out this hour. Brought to you by the cleanup and restoration specialists at ServPro. Call 1-800-SERVE-PRO. You know, it's going to be pretty interesting as the Patriots-Lions game develops. Because I would think in Detroit right now, they're calling this the Matt Patricia revenge game. And why I would be concerned if I'm a Patriots fan, which I am, is that, look... The whole narrative this year has been trying to get the second-year quarterback, Mac Jones, to move forward in his growth so that way he can be the franchise quarterback for this franchise moving forward after Bill is gone. Once things start to change, there will be something from the last regime carrying over into the new regime that the fan base would be confident in and that the league would start to respect as, hey, this is a quarterback on the way up and with the right people around him, Maybe the purse strings paid for correctly. It can be a it can be a, a a strong contender in the league again. Maybe only a couple of years of bumps. But then Mac Jones got hurt, and while the development was starting to come along, here comes Bailey Zappi, and it's fascinating because you say, you know what? Here's a chance for Patricia and Judge to put their new voodoo system, whatever it is. On this new guy, because that's all he's going to know, right? Mac Jones had Josh McDaniels. Uh, that Josh McDaniels had all these years of experience. These two guys here, they, they just try. Hey, we're opening up the package at the same time you are, Bailey. And you know what? That may not be such a bad thing. If we can see a successful Bailey Zappi this weekend, because uh, clearly he's going to start. You know, there's no. Day by day with this because one is in concussion protocol. The other one still probably is four weeks away from returning in Mac Jones, even though he was limited in practice today. I think that's kind of the little day by day thing you do is, hey, Mac, just come out, throw a ball, walk around, don't do anything hard. So that way you're listed as a practice participant. But no, no, after the, no one's going to forget the pictures of what Mac Jones looked like. You know, the earling after the game, the tears in the eyes. You don't come back in two weeks from that. It's going to take some time. So no one's buying the whole shell game of maybe Mac can be, I can emerge. No, it's the Bailey Zappi show this week. But at the same time in Detroit, you best believe it's how do we embarrass Matt Patricia 
to the hilt. Because they've got 6 o'clock and 7 o'clock newscasts just the same way we do. Right? Like, they've got these little pre-games and post-games and everything like that, and you don't think the conversation is, hey, this is a this is a game on paper everybody thought the Lions would lose. And, and, and when you really break down the points per game, if, like you said, how many points do the Lions give up and how many do they score, they lose every game 35.3 to 35.0. So they're giving up just as much as they're giving out. This week, something's going to have to give. Either they continue to give out those points or they start to slow down those points. And with Bailey Zappi back there and Matt Patricia running the offense, Detroit is definitely thinking about how they slow that thing down and embarrass Matt Patricia. 617-779-7937, text line 37937. Still to come, make money, money. That's coming up about 945 Run down the games for this week. The lines are out. Bet MGM. Uh, I have a couple of upsets, uh, and you'll be shocked, but you may not be too shocked at it. That's money, money. Make it 945. Back to the Patriots and the quarterback situation. So with Garrett Gilbert coming back, can I talk to those who, how can I best put it, have been ethered into thinking that Cam Newton still play football? He can't. Take the cloth off of your face and come to the actualization that Cam Newton was not going to be a solution if you knew that in four weeks he was going to be back on the bench. Why, like, why, why would you do that? Like, If you owned a home and you had a former tenant that never paid their rent, never, and then they come back around three years later and they apply to your place, do you say, all right, you're good for the money now? No. If Cam Newton at one... It, did not stay because he could not be a backup. The guy's not going to want to be a backup right now. And plus, Carolina, as bad as they are right now, they are more likely to go get Cam Newton because at least they know that Cam Newton will put people in seats in Carolina than here where people will get out of seats if Cam Newton's in there. Look, I like Cam. I'll follow him for a long time, but some things just pass you by. I even have to address some of those who actually even brought up Kaepernick. Do you know the last time that Kaepernick was in the league, he was a backup to Brian Hoyer? (laughs) No. So look, Garrett Gilbert is a great way of saying that this is Bailey Zappi's show to run. Um, How extensive will they run it? I would say, look, if the system is new and the quarterback is new, then everything that could be learned could be learned. It would be different if Josh McDaniels was here. Then Josh McDaniels would say, well, look, I think really just only this side of the playbook is what you're good with right now, and that's what we're going to pretty much run off of because this is what's established. But if you're peeling back and removing pieces, as as has been reported, hey, everything should be new to everybody and everything should be open and fair game. Because of that, I could potentially see Bailey Zappi kind of have Watch for it. Some Cooper Rush moments. It's sitting and waiting for him. You got the Lions this week, the Bears in a couple weeks, you got the Jets coming up, you got the bye week. So there's a chance for, and it won't be, but it'd be fun. It'd be fun to have the conversation. You know, if Bailey Zappi goes two and one or three and oh over the next few weeks, and then it's time for Mac Jones to come back. Well, of course we're gonna have fun asking. 
Do you keep Bailey Zappi? Do we have a QB contract? No. But would Bailey Zappi potentially be better in the learning curve? Because everything's new. He does. Mac Jones has to shut off things that he was, he's learned last year for the stuff this year. So it'd be very interesting. So we'll talk more Patriots, Lions this weekend. We'll look at the line. Uh, some things that I'm seeing that I, I'm kind of hoping for the Patriots to capitalize on. We'll see. That's coming here in minutes. 617-779-7937. It's KJWEEI. It's time to trend with Bridget. The Greg Hill Show, weekdays 6 to 10. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Trending now on WEI and WEI.com. The Red Sox wrapped up a 6-3 win against the Rays in their final game of the season. They finished the season with a 78-84 record last in the AL East. The Patriots announced today that the team has promoted offensive tackle Marcus Cannon from the practice squad. And in a move to help the team at quarterback, Pat signed quarterback Garrett Gilbert to the practice squad as well, while Mac Jones is dealing with a high ankle sprain and Brian Hoyer dealing with a concussion. The only healthy quarterback on the roster currently is Bailey Zappi. The Celtics are currently playing a preseason game against the Toronto Raptors. 81-68 to sees in the third quarter. They open regular season action on Tuesday, October 16th. And the Bruins in a preseason game as well against the New York Rangers, tied 4-4 to in the third period. They have one more preseason game on Saturday at the Garden before opening their season against the Washington Capitals on October 12th. Trending now, sponsored by Awaken 180 Weight Loss. Don't live next to one of Awaken 180's seven locations. That's okay. Receive the same great results from home with Awaken 180's at-home program. That's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. The exclusive home for Patriots Monday and Friday. WEEI. WEEI. New England Sports Original. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Now, with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. This is WEEI Late Night with KJ Carson on WEEI. WEEI, Boston Sports Original. It's KJ. 
Thank you so much for hanging out. 617-779-7937. On about 10 minutes, I've got to get to Brady and Giselle. It's just so tempting not to. 10 minutes, 9.30 here. So talking about the Patriots and the Lions getting ready um, this Sunday at Foxborough. Um, It's kind of scary because usually the Lions, when they've been inept, it's been inept without points, but they've been scoring, and that can be, I don't know if it's going to be scary to the Patriots, but it should be concerning, at least on the offensive side, because there's a chance you might have to keep up with the points, right? I, I, I still think this Patriots team... It's going to struggle to score 24, 25 points. Yeah, 24 points each week. Um, I mean, 26 was enough last week for, you know, 27 was enough last week for for Green Bay. But, you know, I I, I actually don't feel as bad as most teams would, would feel or fans would feel when your third-string quarterback is going in to be the starter this week because is there really this big chasm or difference between first string and third string, right? Like you would always you, clearly, you know, Mac is considerably better than Hoyer, but Bailey Zappi is still kind of a question unknown and didn't really falter too much under pressure against Green Bay. In fact, Patriots Monday on Morlone Fourier, Morlone, uh, 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 Mego, um, Bailey Zappi talked about what he's good at. Here he is. So when you look at yourself as a quarterback, what would you say some of the strengths of yourself, what would that be? Um, it's a really good question. Uh, you know, I feel like there's a bunch of things that I can continue to improve on. That, you know, just looking back from last game, that um, there's some things that I can continue to work on fundamental wise. Um, but as far as like knowledge of the game, accuracy, all those things, I feel like could be my strengths or some things that I can continue to work on and get better at as the weeks go by, as practices go by, and really taking each practice rep as a game rep and that's really how the best way I can get better in doing that and working with my teammates before and after practice getting with those guys and um, just really taking it day by day yeah hey you kind of like the southern aw shucks a little bit to them that kind of kind of counters especially as these winter gets very cold watching some of these games that they'll be kind of like a ray of sunshine you know let's be honest when max sound bites it just they feel like partly cloudy a little bit of sun, a little bit of cloud. This, it sounds like, you know, hey, you know, it may rain, it may not rain. Here's my umbrella. Like, what a gentleman. But yeah, there's just a piece of me, and I don't know, and maybe others feel this way as too, is that there's this feeling that Bailey Zappi will perform well. And again, as I mentioned 15 minutes ago, was because everything is supposed to be so new, that if he looks bad, well, then clearly it's going to be on it's going to be on Patricia, especially if the play calling is bad. Now, if there was one thing that really chapped my hide about that Green Bay game was, is that the Patriots could have won that game had they not run the same running play on second down from Green Bay's forty six after Aaron Rodgers had just gone three and out, because you, there was just kind of this feeling like okay. Green Bay's going to get the ball back. They're at least going to get a field goal. And now you're expecting your third-string rookie to at least get the team down the field in enough time to kick a field goal or win the game or end in a tie because these overtimes are only 10 minutes now, not 15. But the defense did what they needed to do, the Patriots did. And then I just felt like it was bad play calling on that second and five play after you got five yards on first down running. 
Because when you get nothing running on second down, well, the entire stadium knows that you're going to be throwing the ball and everything is going to be focused on Bailey Zappi at this point, at that point. And, and good for the guy, you know, he didn't fumble or throw it, you know, throw an interception or turn the ball over. It's just, you know, (laughs) Packers went down the field the next time and scored and won the game. And so there's this feeling like, okay, if the play calling doesn't necessarily get in the way of Billy Zappi, you may, Bailey Zappi, you may see some great things. Okay, maybe great's too big of a word. Some really good things. And I've always thought that if Mac Jones was going to get better, he needs somebody in the quarterback room to push him for his job. Not saying that that person would take that job. But I really don't think Mac Jones believes that Brian Hoyer can usurp him from starting. Bailey Zappi performs well and continues to pick up the system. Now you have somebody pushing you. Iron sharpens iron. So you would rather see that than to say, okay, Mac is the guy. There's nobody pushing him because, look, it seemed like the best that you saw out of Mac was when he was put, trying to push Cam Newton for Cam Newton's spot last year. Well, the year before. So when it comes to this Lions team, you know, they're going to give up a lot of points, but they can potentially score a lot of points. Uh, but if there's one thing, you, if you're kind of like, and the Patriots could have a bit of an opportunity, you've got several Lions players who did not play who still have not showed up to practice. Emon uh, Ra, St. Brown, didn't play last game. He was out with an ankle. DeAndre Swift was out with an ankle. DJ Chalk was out with an ankle. What's up with the ankles? <laughs> Who's doing the taping job, right? And then none of these guys have showed back up to practice. No practice today for G- DJ Chalk. Uh, TJ Hawkinson, uh, he's suffering with the hip. He did not practice today. Josh Reynolds with an ankle did not practice today. Uh, Amon uh, Ross St. Uh, Brown did not practice today. DeAndre Swift, shoulder and an ankle, no practice today. So you've got considerable names Guys, and keep in mind, they got to get on a plane here in a couple days. That if they don't hit the practice field here within the next day, day and a half, or at least some of them get to questionable or limited practice tomorrow, then then you're looking at a decimated Lions team that kind of leaks and they need their offensive pieces. So there's some good things that could potentially be on on tap for the Patriots when it comes to the Lions coming to town, even though I think they're going to be highly motivated. Um, But again, I think things that are starting to bubble up for the Patriots involve the special teams where they kind of suffered a bit last year. Like if everybody remembers the Buffalo games where Buffalo never had to punt. But you might have something here. And Bill Belichick on Patriots Monday, talking to Greg Hill show, talks about, hey, look, we may have something going on with our return game in Marcus Jones. Here's Bill Belichick. Well, it's always good to have uh, the threat of the explosive returns, and that that just sets up everything else, um, and and the different different ways you can return the ball. Um, so, just puts the coverage, particularly punt coverage, uh, under a little bit more stress when they have to protect and and worry about coverage. Uh, but yeah, Marks has been working hard uh, on on all aspects of, of the return game, and um, you know, return kickoffs last week. Uh, against Baltimore, and then uh, took on both this week, and you know thought he thought he did a good job. Um, so yeah, we'll keep building on that. Yeah, you can tell the excitement in Bill's voice. Special teams, yeah, 
because that could be the difference between having to make sure your quarterback gets in, get in a shootout or special teams can turn the field, make it short for you, turnovers, maybe even a punt or touchdown run, run back. You know, that, 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 could, that could very well show its head this week, and if it does, then there's another confidence that the Patriots have moving forward as you're trying to find out different pieces that are going to make this thing work in a season where you're hoping to get six wins. Right, so like return game, potentially injury front for the Lions is just kind of exacerbated and it continues to do so during the week, though you don't wish it on anybody, but that's part of the game. That where you thought this was a game, I thought, you know, start of the season, that this would be a win for the Patriots. This Lions team is a little bit better than what people had on paper. And and, and salute to Dan Campbell because his craziness seems to be paying off a little bit. Like they seem to be the most exciting one in three team in the NFL. I it's I I still think they'll lose on Sunday at, at Gillette, but it's going to be a good game where I didn't think it would be a competitive game a few weeks ago. And so if you look at some of the things that the Lions are doing wrong, one of the biggest ones is their turnovers. Right, eight percent of their plays end up in turnovers. They're twenty sixth in the league. Out of you know, only five teams are worse. Um, their own starting, they're starting at their own tw- uh, thirty for most of their drives. So, yeah, you know, Jared Goff is not someone that you lose a lot of sleep over, but at the same time, he's going to be proficient and he can sneak three hundred yards on you. So, uh, there are going to be some things in place where you'd have to say, look, don't sleep on just because it's the lines that you're used to seeing just getting drubbed on Thanksgiving. There's a little more energy to them. And if they could at least get uh, Jamal Williams going and with the run game, if Swift can't come back, uh, if Hawkinson can get loose, I know that's going to be a heavy focus. If if there's one thing that you know Bill is probably going to try and take away on the offensive end for the Lions is Goff's ability to go to Hawkinson. And plus... Go back to the Super Bowl with the Rams, where the Rams decided to give up golf because of how bad Jared Goff looked against the Patriots. So there's some things at play that could definitely make this an impressive win with a third-string rookie backup while the first-string guy is still getting well, and you have the the Bears and the Jets still to come. So some good things can happen. There could be some things to feel good about the team Going into the bye week, I, even with the indie game coming up, now you say, well, hey, if this team gets rolling, you'd probably have to say, you know, especially with Jonathan Taylor now out, you don't know how long that's going to be, and Matt Ryan hasn't exactly been getting it together there. The Colts just aren't as a given, so the next four weeks can be the most celebratory weeks of this season for Patriots fans. 617-779-7937, text line 37937. It's KJ here on WEEI. You know, the the whole story regarding Tom and Giselle really going back to, you know, when they were still here in New England, right? It, people thought I was crazy. I knew that Tom was leaving when the house on Chestnut Hill went up for sale. People were like, well, the people sell houses all the time. You know, but the question is, you, you, you know, you don't rent, you don't keep the house and rent it out, right? You, not, a, not a $23 million house. And while I didn't say there were signs of problems in the marriage that are being reported, and I'll get to those here in a second, it did say that there was, it felt like there was a an ultimatum kind of put down. Like, literally, um, 
either I'm going to go to Florida with the kids and you can stay here or we all go. And that's why I thought it was really weird that Tom rented a house, Derek Jeter's house. No less. Like, just buy another house. But you buy a house in Miami and rent one in Tampa. Interesting. Let's go to John in the car. He wants to talk about Bailey Zappi before I get deep into Tom and Giselle. Uh, thanks so much for calling oh WEEI. You're on the air. Yeah, thank, thank you to schedule. That, that, that's the, 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 the soap opera drama there in Tampa Bay. As, as the world turns, I've lost interest in that a long time ago. Uh, I appreciate you uh, taking the call. Uh, listening to your uh, Bailey uh, Zappi talk earlier, you know, I, I hate to rain on the parade, uh, but, you know, you said something interesting about, you know, if if Josh McDaniels here, you know, probably wouldn't uh, be seeing most of the playbook. Well, I mean, that that thought process comes from Bill Belichick. I mean, you he never wants to expose players more than they will because that's going to hurt the team. Like, that's the whole thing about flexibility. I mean – this uh, this Lions team, while they might give up 35 points and have scored 35 points, they also can't stop the run. Like, they average giving up 160 yards on of rushing, and that's exactly pretty much what the Patriots got last week. I think you're going to see more of the same, which is a managed game, especially considering, you know, as much as I think Bailey Zappi might have some uh, opportunities down the road, potentially, like, he still looks pretty rough and pretty raw, in the preseason, and on that throw to Devontae Parker, I mean, there was uh, not a lot of touch on that one, even though it was successful. So I think there was some smoke and mirrors success from him. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't see him getting a lot of flexibility and a lot of, you know, the playbook to use on Sunday. Yeah, I, you know, but here's the thing. The playbook isn't that thick if it's new, right? So it's not it, like it, – it has, it has right, nothing to it, do with the, the playbook, though. It has to do with the comfort of the player – and what he what they can handle. Like, if you have a simple playbook and he can't handle anything, like you're still not going to give them a lot a lot well, to do. You're not going to let him throw it a lot. But here's the thing: if the Patriots don't run on second down, let's say on second down they run two tight end set. It looks like it's a run. This is in the overtime. If they run a two tight end set and they and they throw something across the middle, let's say they throw something where it's a hook play where the body is going to be in front of a defender, that the worst thing that can happen is the ball gets knocked down, it's still third and five, and it's a manageable down. By running the same exact play, it tells me that Patricia isn't necessarily comfortable possibly calling a, a simple play that can move them within field goal range. Right? That, that was all well, think, that was needed. I think, and, I, think, I think that speaks to, like, they have a little bit more comfortability with Mac and giving him some you know, risk averse plays to make, but I don't think they want to, I don't think they want to put Bailey in that position to fail. Like, yeah, yes. Yeah. Well, I'll put it this way. You drive, usually people drive, people who drive scared tend to get in accidents, right? Like either you're confident that the guy's in there or you're not. Wait, but if you're going to driving scared with two solid running backs who last week just said well, no, well, no one said no one like, said that he wasn't going to use the running game. I don't disagree with that, but if you look I, at that specific play after they had run 161 yards against Green Bay, okay. there's one play where you say, "Okay, let's put the ball in Z- Bailey Zappi's hands on second down to see if he can convert a first down. We can go back to running four and, down and straight didn't. if we need to." And, and they, because and, they, and didn't, they, and they didn't, and because they didn't. 
what when they didn't when they didn't put it in his hands in second down, they had to put it in his hands on third down. But so my thing is this: thing. They, like if you're going to put it in his hands on third down, then you might as well put it in on second. Yeah, thanks for the call. Yeah, I mean, thanks for the call. Yeah, yeah I, I, I mean, think the mindset, KJ, KJ, I think the mindset is that they're more comfortable if the run fails because the run failing is going to get like one or two, or in, in case you get Isaiah Wynn out there, it's going to be negative five yards. But a pass in that situation in the second down, the risk-averse issue is going to be pick six, game's over. I think they, I think that's where they'd rather sit on second down with a run, especially when they were so successful. But the run was stopped the for only- nothing. Like every, They sold out for the run. I, I, look, I, uh, thanks for the call. I appreciate it. Look, yeah, I, I mean, there's nothing you really do about the Green Bay game, but my thing is this. I'm not saying... Yeah, Bailey Zappi, go out there and throw for 300 yards. Nobody needs that. But at the same time, nobody needs scared play calling and key downs where you have to say, okay, if the guy's out there, and you're not talking about, okay, on third and 15, we need him to drop back and, you know, no, that might be where you run the draw play. I get that. But you have to believe that, hey, this guy can execute a play that can move the chains forward. Right, especially if you know that the defense was going to sell out on the run on second down like they did against Green Bay. Back to the salacious stuff. Tom and Giselle. So look, when when they get down to Florida, Giselle's kind of back in the comfort zone. And, you know, Tom is playing now and has a lot more say about what's going on and so forth. But I think the plans kind of changed when when Tom retired and then unretired. And so, you know, the reports are now like, look, they've both hired divorce attorneys. It doesn't really say anything. It just might be to just go over what interest they have. It doesn't necessarily mean it's over, but it's closer than it was. And now clearly seems like he wasn't on the mass Singer. We still have to find that out. Boy, you'd hate to think that you're supposed to spend a day with your kids and you're making mass Singer because, of, you know, never mind. But look. The thought that Tom would come back to New England if, it, if things don't work in his marriage, I think that's absolutely silly. Because there's kind of like this crushing revenge thing um, with Tom going on, I think, with Giselle. Is if the marriage is over and these things do happen, you, you leave Tom in Miami and all that temptation in Miami, like that half potentially gets cut in more and, you know, Maybe she, I, 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 they say held not, not, and hath no knowledge like a woman scorned. If that's the case, you know, I think if it is, then I think that's when Tom probably retires. I think if, you know, God forbid, if they do get divorced, but if they get divorced, then I think this is Tom's last season because now it forces him to have to take care of some home issues because he can't just, there's not going to be mom there to hang with the kids and come to the games and all together and, you know, it, well, it's, it's sad to see. Um, there, there's a little more to it. I, I'll get into a little more of it later. 617-779-7937. Let's go to Steve Centerville. Talk about the Pats offense. Steve, thanks for calling yeah. WEI. You're on the air. Yeah, thanks, man. First-time caller. First of all, it's a cold day in hell in New England if we got to spend our time talking about some sport player's marriage. So I'll leave that alone. Let, let's focus on the Patriots and football, and what happens on the field, you are spot on, absolutely correct. The Patriots didn't give a chance to win for this guy. I mean, very clearly, you got four downs in a row, 
opportunity and you use three of them, you run on three of them, that was just pathetic. And, you know, I, I don't, I, you know, where I criticize them is basically on first and second down. Um, actually, first down, they got five yards, but it was, right. you know, it was second and third down. Just take a chance. If he throws an interception, who cares? But as soon as anybody in New England, as soon as that punt happened, game over. Everybody knew it. Yeah, thanks for the call. I appreciate it. Yeah, I can walk and chew gum. Bridget, is it is is this Tom Brady and Giselle thing kind of not a big thing? Kind of, kind of. No, I don't think it's a big a big thing. Yeah, it is a big thing. Well, it just kind of seems like it was inevitable, like it was coming that way. So, and yeah, and I guess that's the thing. I mean, it's all part of the lexicon. I mean, we. I mean, I will get into the whole thing about you know, Tom. Just I. He just seems like he's like a half a step slower, and for a guy who's not quick. I think, maybe the, I think maybe the interesting thing is that Giselle said he's changed since he got to Florida, which is kind of what fans <laughs> had noticed already on their own, but she kind of just confirmed it. Yeah, boy, does it take you four hours to go to take the trash can to the front of the house, Tom? Out there on Miami BJ1A. That, you know that's probably what's going on, but you don't know that. 617-779-7937. Let's go to Chris in the car. Wants to talk about the Patriots O-line. Chris, you're on the air. Thanks for the call. KJ, thanks for taking the call. Uh, I don't, I don't want to disparage the guy. He seems like a really decent human being, puts the effort in. But I gotta wonder about poor Isaiah Wynn and whether or not, I mean, maybe he should be, you know, at center position. He just seems, he seems like he's he's making the mistakes when they don't need the mistakes. Yeah. He's and and I'm, you know, I I think, like I said, he seems like a decent human being. I mean, should he be David Andrews' backup? I don't know. But the, he just seems, in terms of size-wise, he's just he might have the weight, but he doesn't have the height. And it seems like guys are skirting by him all the time. And on that note, I'd love to hear what your thoughts are, and I'll take the answer off air. Thanks for taking the call, my friend. You got it, Chris. Thanks for the call. Yeah, when, when you have a rebuild going on, I've always said like the order of operations. Even if your quarterback isn't great, your offensive line has to be very good. Because whether you have a great quarterback back there or a new one, you want to make sure that everything and everybody on that front line is in unison. Now, those things can get knocked because of injury and so forth, but that that's not what you're talking about here. You're talking about like you've this is what you've left it as. And when you have a second year quarterback back there who's gotten hit, and now you've gotten Hoyer who is out with a head concussion. And now you've got Bailey Zappi out there who like is going to have his first full week. You would really want to say, hey, look, in an operation situation where you know there is going to be turnaround and you know there is going to be a rebuild, you should have probably, as a GM, gone more all out to build your offensive line to protect whatever assets you have at at quarterback. Hell, even if you still had Cam Newton back there in the rebuild, you would want to at least make sure that you have a strong offensive line because that leads to success. You know, the running game, which is done very well considering – it could be that much better with a stronger offensive line. All right, 617-779-7937, text line 37937. Conversation continues next. Plus, make money money. Some lines in Vegas are out for this weekend's games. I'll give them to you here next on WEEI. This is WEEI Late Night with KJ Carson on WEEI. Yeah. W-E-E-I. Keep that going, Bridge, a little bit. That's deadhead stuff right there. 
Yeah. Speaking of dead, Brady and Giselle might be dead. Look, I know. Look, if you don't want to hear about it, understand this. The Tom Brady and Giselle story, it, it hits at different layers of the onion, right? For Tom, dedicated to the game, all about team, got his business, he's got a super fine model wife, he's got kids, and she just says, pay attention. Spend some time with us. This story could be hitting at a level for the guy who's been having the fantasy draft at his house in the kitchen for the last 17 years at the expense of the wife or the girlfriend saying, every year. Or watching the mid-major football game on a Monday afternoon. (laughs) Take the kid to ride out the bike, please. Can you just take your kid to ride the bike? I'm watching the game. It hits a little per- it hits a little deeper than just oh it's Tom it's Giselle it could be you. I mean Bridget is this not like an in 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 like a an example of real life you just you don't have to be Tom and Giselle to have these issues. If it can happen to Tom Brady it can happen to anyone basically. That says what I'm saying he was a sixth rounder average Joe you can have some look you still have issues I'm just saying. All right, still to come here, uh, we, we've got to talk about the Red Sox and how the season ended, plus uh, the Aaron Judge conversation about Barry Bonds. and uh, like uh, That's still to come in 15 minutes. But BetMGM's got some lines out for this weekend's NFL games. Let's make some money. Hey, I won the bet. How do you pay, man? Great cash, homie. Okay. Let's start with the Thursday night game, and some things are changing as we speak. So going into today, it just looked like Javante Williams was going to be the only missing piece for the Broncos, but the Colts will not have Jonathan Taylor, and the Colts have been struggling. So I like the Broncos at 3.5 at minus 185. I'll have a bigger parlay for you in-game player props. That's still to come here in the 10 o'clock hour. Uh, but the Sunday games, the Giants at the Packers. The Packers are eight-and-a-half-point favorite. I can't see why that would be any different. But there's real no, there's really no value in that, minus 400. So I, I don't know if that's a game I would even touch. Steelers at Bills. Bills are favored by 14. I, 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 look, while Kenny Pickett is a feel-good story for Steelers fans, and they think it's the it's the flavor of right now and the future is here, I would just say this. Peyton Manning started wearing gloves when he couldn't feel his fingers. <laughs> Teddy Bridgewater's been wearing gloves the, his entire career. And Kurt Warner started wearing them because he had a broken finger. Kenny Pickett just got in the league. So at, at minus 14, I don't know. I don't know if the Bills cover the 14. But there's no value in taking the bills at minus 900. Like It's almost like, here, I'm going to bet my money and you just <laughs> get nothing back. Here's a fascinating one. Chargers are two-and-a-half-point favorite at the Browns, but the Browns have been paying tough. But I think that the, the, the Chargers have started to figure out that Justin Herbert, whatever he's dealing with, he can deal with it well. And I think that's what they were considering. And then with the Browns, while they have an, an exceptional running game in the duo with Chubb and with uh, Kareem Hunt, I do wonder about Jacoby Brissett getting the ball in the air when you're going up against somebody who get the ball in the air. So I, I like the Charges at minus two and a half. Bears at Vikings. Vikings state favored by minus seven. Yeah, I, the Bears just can't score. Lions at Patriots. The Patriots are a three and a half point favorite, but I like the Lions to at least cover. 
I don't necessarily think that the Lions will win the game, but it'll be close. I think the Lions cover the three and a half at plus 125, so there's value in there. Uh, the Jets uh, are three-point dog against the Dolphins. The aforementioned Teddy Bridgewater and his gloves. Yeah, I like the Jets to cover the the the, the three points, and, and I actually think they might win. So it's same thing with the Lions. I think the Lions might win. So Lions at plus 125. Jets with the upset over the Dolphins, plus 145. The Jets have something going on that some people felt that they had going into the season. Then after the first week, you're like, eh, it's the Jets. Then their, their comeback win last week, you're like, okay, maybe they're on a roll. Falcons at the Bucks. Bucks favored by uh, by nine. Uh, the Bucks, yes. Titans, uh, two point favor at the Commanders. I'm surprised that number isn't higher because the Commanders have just been horrible. Texans at Jaguars. Jags a seven point favorite. Now, when is the last time you've heard Jags are favored? But they're playing the Texans and the Jaguars have improved, so I like them in that one. The 49ers, they're they're the shock I think so far of the season. At, they may be the most dangerous two and two team right now. Just because of Jimmy Garoppolo. It's amazing. They're six and a half point favorite at the Panthers. The Panthers are literally having their fan base scream, We want Cam Newton. That should tell you how bad it is. Cowboys are the underdogs at the Rams, and the Rams just seem to be so dependent on Cooper Cup that it's just really annoying. Like there's other people. I would there should be some type of screaming match going on right now in the Rams locker room. Like, dude, pass to somebody else. So I like the Cowboys with their defense as a a five-and-a-half-point dog to cover and to win the game at plus 200. Eagles at Cardinals. The Eagles are rolling. The Cardinals are still trying to figure some things out, even though they won against the Panthers. I I, I just don't know if this team has really gotten its identity yet, and with DeAndre Hopkins still not back, it's going to take some time for that. So I like the Eagles as a a five-and-a-half-point favorite. And then the Ravens host the Bengals, where the Bengals are a three-point dog, and I see an upset because I after what happened with the Ravens last week, and with with John Harbaugh's decision to go for to not go for the points instead of going for it and saying, well, you know, Josh Allen could go back down the field. Well, yeah, the defense is probably like, well, if you don't believe in us, we don't believe in ourselves. But that same defense also picked off Josh Allen at the beginning of the game. So I think there's some internal things going on with the Ravens, and I like the Bengals as a three-point dog to take that game at plus 145. All right, coming up next hour, we'll talk Red Sox plus the home run. America, it's not even a home run chase. It's just to chase one record, and that happened last night. Hang up. The next hour of late night early here on WEEI with KJ. Thanks so much for hanging out. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.